Welcome to the Karen Messina podcast, where we talk about everything from survivors to success stories, from pain to purpose, and how to make your life the dream life you have always wanted. Hello, all of my friends and followers. I hope you're all doing well. This is episode 152 of the Karen Messina podcast. So for those of you who were following me before and the title of my podcast was different and now it's just the Karen Messina podcast, that's because um, I'm going to be talking about everything and we're going to cover lots of things. And I want you to reach out to me and, and let me know what it is you want me to talk about. But I don't want to be just directed to one thing. Um, there's so many things that I can help with, so many things that I can coach people on, and I just want this to be the Karen Messina podcast. <laughs> so I hope you've been enjoying it up until now. This episode is about grieving. Are you grieving? So let's just dive right in. So loss, that is the cause of grieving, any kind of loss. You can be grieving over so many things. And a lot of people don't understand this because they just think grieving means the death of someone. So if somebody dies, you go through a grieving process and that's all it means. But in reality, you can be grieving over anything that you have lost. And once we understand that, it helps us to cope better and how to manage things better. Loss of life, yes, which is the worst. The hole that leaves in your soul feels like it will never be filled again. And we go along trying to make sense of our lives after that loss. It's the worst. When somebody dies and you love them very dearly, it just feels like it's never going to be the same. Now, there's also loss of a relationship or worse yet, the loss of all of the years spent with that person that are over in a blank, not to mention the loss of the future you had been planning. It could be that you're, you lost your childbearing years during all of that too. So loss of a relationship or divorce, that's just a huge red flag for people needing to grieve and people don't grieve the loss of a relationship or going through a divorce because they're mad and they're thinking all these things and they just go through a host of emotions and they don't take the time to grieve that loss and it makes the healing process nearly impossible. And then there's the loss of your job and your income. The thing that made you feel safe and like you had control over your life and the thing that made you feel worthy or worth anything, right? Because when you're bringing in money, that just feels so good. Your livelihood gone in a blink. Fear sets in pretty quickly with this one. And then there's loss of control. Such a strong emotion that can affect everything. Have you ever said, I feel like I've lost control over my life. All of your control gone in a blink. So the theme here is gone in a blink, right? Like things like this happen so fast. And you just don't have any control over it. So what do we do? How do we manage grief and loss? To start with, we need to understand that it was out of our control. No matter what, it falls under the circumstance category, 
of our model, things that happen in our life that we have no control over. It's a circumstance. It just happened. Now, I know a lot of you are saying, oh, no, aside from somebody dying, there could be control. And you know what? Even people who have died, I know I've heard a lot of people say, well, if they had just taken better care of themselves or taken better care of their health, this wouldn't have happened. But the bottom line is it's a circumstance and you had no control over it. The other person may have had some control over it, but it's how it affects you that matters. So once you've established that in your mind, things feel slightly better so that you know, look at this wasn't my fault. I didn't have any control over it. It's just a thing, a circumstance that happens in the world that I cannot control. So from there, you can start to work on saying, how does, how does this loss affect my life now? So this is where we're at. And I like to meet people where they're at when I'm coaching. So this is where we're at. How is this loss, no matter whether it was from a death or a divorce or a relationship or the loss of a job, what, how does this affect my life now? That is your question. What does this loss mean for me? How should I move forward from it? Yes, this loss means that things will change in your life for sure, but it doesn't mean it will be worse for you. Now, I know that's hard to believe right now because right now you're probably feeling all the feelings. You're feeling terrible, all the things. But think things changing is not a bad thing. And sometimes you can't see it. You just can't see it at this moment. But there is something better for you. Of course, you'll be sad and heartbroken. You're going to feel betrayal and used, and I'm sure a host of other emotions. But staying in control of your emotions and thoughts might be hard at first. It's important to be aware of what you're thinking because your thoughts create your feelings. You are, however, allowed to feel badly and sad and unhappy. It's the grieving process, and that has to happen. It just doesn't happen with everybody. You have to allow those feelings. I used to say, I'm just going to feel this way until I don't feel this way anymore. But it's how long you stay in that space that matters. Do you ever hear, hear people say, um, well, she just couldn't get over it? Or he just couldn't move past this thing. Or have you said that to somebody? You, you see somebody who just, my gosh, they're like stuck in this space and they keep harping on this thing and they're not doing anything to heal. That's what's frustrating. It's super frustrating to me too, because I'm always here to help people move past these kind of spaces. But when people dig their heels in and they just don't want to let that healing process happen or see anything better beyond it, it's frustrating, especially if it's your family or friends and you want to help. It's very frustrating. And maybe it's you. Maybe you don't even realize you're doing it. But that is because those people are stuck in a space in their life that's too scary to move past. And I want you to really think about that. It's too scary to move past or too painful or feels too safe to move past. Now that's a tough one. You might be saying, what do you mean by that? Too safe to move past. But what I mean by that is it feels safe because it's familiar and it doesn't ignite your fight or flight response. 
which happens when you feel threatened, right? So you're going to feel threatened if someone says to you, well, you just have to get over this, or you just need to move on, or you just need to find another partner or start dating again, or start looking for another job. All those things are triggering fear because that means you have to do something that you're not comfortable with. Or like if somebody died, it would say it was your partner and you were with them a long time. You feel safe and comfortable in that space because that's all you know. Dating, I mean, maybe you've been married for years and now somebody say, you got to start dating. That's scary. And that's going to ignite the fight or flight response within you. And you're going to start to feel uncomfortable. So that's why you stay in the space that you're in. When someone dies that you love deeply or cared about, the way to move past that feeling is to first accept what happened as out of your control, which is a circumstance. You must grieve the loss. That's what helps you heal, grieving the loss. You know, cry it out. Feel shitty. It doesn't matter. Don't listen to what everybody else is saying. Just know that this is how you're supposed to be feeling. You're supposed to feel sad because if you didn't feel sad, there'd be something wrong. And grieving is all part of the healing process. So don't feel bad about feeling bad. But then to be grateful for the time you had with that person. So this is when you move past that sad feeling. And I know it's like not a black and white line. Like, okay, I'm done with this. Now what do I do next? It doesn't happen that way. You just kind of meld into the next phase, but the next phase is where you have to do the work. So be grateful for the time you had with that person. Your life will be different, of course, by filling the time that you may have spent with them by doing something purpose-filled. That's a great way to start. So I have a lot of ideas here. So reach out to me to learn more about those. There's so many things that you can do to fill that space. And it's not to forget about them in any way, but it's to create new experiences. When you lose a relationship or go through a divorce, so many feelings come up with this. Usually there's sadness, then anger, then fear, then back to sadness again. It's like a roller coaster. And it doesn't always happen in that order. We don't think about grieving this loss at all, but it is like a death. You must grieve the loss of what you had and now you don't have any longer. But people are mostly mad after this. <laughs> They're mad after a divorce or a breakup. So they don't stop to think, gosh, I need to grieve this. Why do I feel so terrible? Well, it's a loss. You lost everything that you were planning and creating with this person. It's important, however, not to stay in the grieving space. It's easier to fill up space with purpose-filled experiences after a divorce or a breakup because it's a chance to start over. Creating new experiences is exciting, right? And invigorating. It can heal the emotional trauma that may have been incurred by your loss. It really can. Because new experiences are fun, let's face it. Now, losing a job causes so many emotions. We tend to get stuck in anger emotions with this one too, because these days, employers don't have to give you a reason to let you go. 
or to fire you. Betrayal is the first emotion that comes up and it hurts the most. You have done so much for this company, the company that'll drop you like a hot potato. People say, it's not personal, it's just business. Like, oh my gosh, don't say that to anybody, please. I'm begging you <laughs> when you get let go. But I disagree with that. It's more personal than any emotion I can think of. So don't let anybody tell you that. It's not personal, it's just business. It's business for them. And it's they make it not personal so that they can be so quick to let people go. I mean, let's face it, you get up every day and you follow the same routine for years and years to enhance someone else's company. And in the blink of an eye, it ends just like that. All of your hard work and what feels like your worth meant nothing. But you have to remember it did mean something. And that's why we don't want to lose ourselves. It meant something. It hurts and it's painful. And you are forgotten minutes after you walk out the door. It's over just like that. But now you have to figure out what to do. How will you pay your bills? Will you ever find another job? What are next steps? It all becomes so overwhelming. But again, this is a loss. And you must take time to grieve and feel the pain of the betrayal of your employer. Because honestly, that's what it is. Once you stop feeling bad and mad and all the emotions... It's time to look at the positive side of things. There might be something better out there for you. Your time at that job may have been preventing you from doing something that's more purpose-filled or that you really love or that you're so excited to get to. I know it's hard to see any advantages to loss at all, but if you want to learn more about how to get unstuck and move past the sadness, the loss, and the feelings of betrayal, please reach out to me so I can help you find purpose in your life on your terms, not somebody else's terms, so that you can start living the life that you want and you want to feel the way you want to feel. All right, everybody. I hope this helps and I'll talk to you all again soon. Bye-bye. Hello. If you are interested in moving from a survivor to a thriver in your life and or your business, I have a six months coaching solution just for you. This is how it works. We meet one-on-one -on -one, once a week on a coaching call from the comfort of your own home or office. I meet you where you are at right now in your journey so that we can move forward from here. We will identify where you are stuck and put a plan in place and a path to follow to your success. If that sounds good to you, just hop over to my website at karenmessina.com and sign up for your confidential consultation. What do you have to lose? Can't wait to meet you.